From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Emily Arnson. This is your news for Tuesday, May 2nd. Over the weekend, close to 700 people traveled to Green River for a festival called Building Man. Every spring for the past 14 years, a group of artists have been hauling trash out to a place called Jankstar Ranch, where they turn junk into sculptures. Over the years, the property has become home to lots of structures made entirely from recycled materials. There's a sunken pirate ship made of reclaimed wood. There's a dome made out of car hoods. There's a rusty metal barrel that's now a dragon that breathes fire. Jenkins is all about making art out of found objects. So, assemblage, putting things together, and sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want. This is Chris Coleman. He's a longtime Building Man participant, and when I talked to him, he was making sheriff badges out of scrap metal. I'm creating Jankstar badges so you can get deputized, and we'll rivet them together so people will learn how to do old-school hammering riveting and become a Jankstar. So what does it take to be a Jankstar? Well, I'm not sure there are any rules, (laughs) but... I think it's just a willingness to uh, participate in what we've got going on. You can jank it up all you want on your own, but we've got this nice community here in Utah. Can you talk to me about jank and like the difference between jank and junk? I think if you can repurpose it into something, it goes from junk to jank. We don't have garbage cans around here because everything can be used for something. Then he showed me his cowboy hat to demonstrate. My hat band is made out of old beer tabs. I don't drink anymore, but I still got the beer tabs because I couldn't throw them away. This year, there was a six-day-long building workshop where people learned how to make a dome out of hemp. In principle, we show people how to grow their own home. Stephen Clark is the co-founder of an organization called Heaven Grown, which teaches people how to build with natural materials. So what we're doing here is showing people how to make a brick from the material that you can grow, uh, mix with the elements that you have all around here, like soil, clay, Lime. Cool. And you said earlier that it sort of uses the architectural style that goes back, you know, centuries. Can you talk about that? Um, Yes, I guess humans have been building since 10,000 years ago. And unfortunately, now we have these buildings that is like fast food, that they're done very quick, they're built very quick, but they're not healthy and they don't last long. And humans have been building with these styles of geometry for many years, especially the dome. And the dome will hold its own weight, its own compression. It's one of the best ways to build. Unfortunately, we don't use it now because modern building, I guess, wants quick, fast, and all these things. And this takes a bit of time. But it's beautiful because most people here don't really have the experience of building. And they come and, and look, they're making their dome. They're making, it's going up by little by little. So it's something very nice to work with the earth. We don't have any power tools, it's just our hands. Uh, I guess the most technological thing we have here is a zip tie, but apart from that, While they were building the hemp dome, other people were fixing up sculptures. Some people were building a tattoo shop. So this is going to be your tattoo studio? Yes. Some people were painting murals. (laughs) Some people were meditating at a sound bath. Collectively bringing in any little bit of gratitude, a lot of bit of gratitude. Behind it all, the orchestrator of the event and owner of the Jankstar Ranch is junk aficionado Scotty Whitaker. I have a PhD in the waste stream. He's been collecting trash his whole life. That's my focus here, is to show people that 
everything is usable material. He lives and works in Salt Lake City, but about 20 years ago, he bought the ranch from a Green River melon farmer, Nancy Dunham. He's been bringing groups of artists together at the ranch ever since. I love the community aspect of it. I grew up as a Mormon. I'm used to communities. I'm used to growing up around people who get together, who help each other, who are prepared, who are doing things. And as I got older, I realized the Mormon religion was just too, you know, not real. And, and I, I couldn't deal with that. But I love what they stand for. I love how they work and how they organize and really help each other. If you have a problem, they show up and help you. So I guess on some level, I wanted to recreate that for myself in my own way. Junk is the perfect medium for the kind of work he makes. He's not interested in finding the correct materials to create something that he thinks up in his head. Instead, he likes to let the materials tell him what they want to become. I think there's an energetic inside of art. And as an artist that doesn't like do planning, I don't sketch things out. I grab pieces and I'm very much in the like flow state with them and listening to them. And in my process, I kind of get a little manic and a little crazy because I leave this place and go into a place where I can listen to subtle energies. I'm really, really sensitive to them. It, and if you allow for magic in your creative process, if you allow for that space, then it can happen. He has such a deep reverence for his materials. He never throws anything away, not even the metal dust left over from a cutting. Before he starts something new, he likes to organize his materials. I can't just throw stuff into random buckets. So I go through hours of sorting. Circles go here, squares go here, triangles go here, spheres, 3D objects here. I have my ways of doing it. Colors, these colors, down to the smaller pieces. Then it's smaller to where I'm down to the finest little metal chunks. And I get my magnet and then I take the magnet and I put it in a screen and I filter the and I get those little chunks and those guys go in one jar and I get the next little screen and I filter it again until I get the finest powder of my work and I have jars of this powder that for me represents that effort of the magic that's like I'm putting in the effort like I love you so much this material that I'm doing this. Making jank out of junk is all about listening to the objects. You gotta be ready, your soul has to be open, you gotta be in a good space to be able to receive like a real vision. You can find more information about Building Man in today's show notes. A farmer in southwest Colorado is helping administer a federal water conservation program that pays water users in the upper basin to curb their use. Chris Clements of KSJD has more. Greg Vlaming, who's working to promote the system conservation pilot program to farmers in the Dolores Water Conservancy District area, says those in his region who opt in won't necessarily be forced to not farm their land in order to save water, and therefore earn money from the program. Instead, farmers in the drought-stricken area have a different option, plant crops that need less water in order to conserve, like forage crops, which are plants destined to be used as feed for animals. Eight farms in Vlaming's community were approved for participation in the program during a virtual meeting last week, he says. Vlaming also says it's important to note that the water that farmers in the DWCD service area don't end up using will not be shepherded to Lake Powell, where it would eventually find its way to lower basin states. It will remain in McPhee Reservoir. I, I will tell you that I don't think many local growers would participate in this program 
if we were sending the water down to the lower basin states. Though Vlaming said the process for water users to apply to the program has so far been rushed, he added that he's hopeful others in southwest Colorado will soon apply as well. That was Chris Clements of KSJD. The Grand County Commission is in session today. Maggie McGuire of the Moab Sun News gives us a preview. On the agenda for this week's Grand County Commission meeting, elected officials will hear about the 2023 summer marketing campaign for the region, review requests to use the alternative dwelling overlay, which allows non-traditional residences, and possibly change the process for evaluating special events permits and appointing board members. Grand County Commission meetings are held on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 4 p.m. and streamed online on the Grand County Utah YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, May 2nd. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6 p.m. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.